Hey everyone, thanks for visiting for WeddingPhotographers.com. I'm Luis Torres. Okay, it's 2013. It is April. And, you know, it, this episode, I just want you guys who are out there just struggling, trying to build your business, hoping that things work out, you know, just keep in mind that you almost have to focus on the future. And and I've always mentioned that that and I and I kind of learned this just working in finance. It, and it's when I first became a stockbroker. You know, it, it was you know, guys that I worked with who were just making so much money. It was insane. And a lot of them would just say, listen, just put the time in, put your head down, and at the same time that you're working and just, you know, kind of just, you're, you're kind of just on this one little path and this little road, and unfortunately you're always kind of by yourself to some degree, mentally at least, um, you just have to strive and make sure that you're always that, that you can kind of see where you would like to be in the future and just always take a look at the path that you're on and always make sure that you can foresee that you are at the very least on the right path. Um, and, and it was interesting because, you know, you get all these guys who were just like, you know, Listen, the, the first firm I worked at was it was just a complete shit show, man. It was absolutely insane. I mean, I remember going for, for my interview, and I had, what did I have? I had a, uh, a Cougar, <laughs> a Ford Mercury Cougar. So I parked my car, and I'm walking over to the elevator, and here's the firm's parking lot. And it was seriously an Aston Martin, a Lamborghini, a Porsche, a Ferrari, um, a 500 SL convertible. I mean, it was seriously a who's who on who can beat who with the most expensive car. You know, and it ranged from $120,000 cars to $300,000 cars. And it was just insane and of course, you know, that's why I started working there because this is clearly where everyone uh, is working who is a success story. So, but one of the things that they always said, they're like, listen, okay, Lewis, we understand you're driving a, a shitty car, but, you know, here are all these brokers and they're just like, dude, before, you know, when I first started working here, I was driving a beat up old Toyota Camry and it was just like, and now I'm driving uh, $180,000 Porsche 911. It's just like, are you kidding me, dude? And they're like, yeah, you know, so they kind of just said, you know, just try to have an idea of where you want to be. You know, if you want to drive a Ferrari, take a photo of a Ferrari and put it on your desk. If you want a giant monster house, go ahead, go through a magazine, cut out your favorite house and put it there because those are your dreams. And, and, 
your dreams need to kind of be, you kind of have to look at them. So you can sit back and say, okay, this is what I want. And, you know, of course, working in the world of finance, it's all about, you know, material things. Um, and for me, I'm, I'm from New York City. That's, that's, what, that's what it was all about. You know, you, you get a little Puerto Rican kid from Brooklyn, you know, just, you know, hey, these, these, this is the car that I have. And I live in a $2 million house. I make $70,000 a month. You can do it just like I did. So, you know, you kind of have to focus on putting the blinders on. Um, so, so here I am with wedding photography and I kind of did the same thing. And if that's something that I was able to transition over, then I know that you guys can do it too. So, and not to say that you need to, you know, the money is complete <laughs> is clearly completely different um, with photography than, uh, than in the world of finance where, you know, one of my bosses would make uh, a million five as a salary and then would get a $2 million bonus at the end of the year. Um, wedding photography isn't as lucrative, which is fine. Uh, but I would never trade my life now, you know, to working, you know, and end up finding myself working back in, in, in on Wall Street. Um, it was fun while it lasted. I loved it. I learned a lot. Um, I have a passion for finance, for numbers. Um, but, you know, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I was at the gym earlier today. I took a little nap for a while. I checked my emails, uh, emailed a few brides, emailed a bunch of photographers. I love the way things are now. And if I had a family, then I would be super excited at the fact that I can spend more time with them. So I get emails from photographers where that's their goal. Their goal is to just spend more time with their families and 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 that's 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 what they want. You know, they want to get to the point where they can go and pick up their kids from school every single day, spend more time with them. Uh, so whatever you, whatever you think is going to drive you forward is what you need to focus on. Um, and it's not hard. It's not easy either. But if I can do it, then I'm telling you that anyone can do it. Um, it's just a matter of marketing yourself, letting people know that you're out there. Um, and that ranges from so many different things. And, you know, the, the list goes on and on on the things that I've mentioned throughout the years from bridal shows to Facebook and, um, you know, emailing your old brides and just a slew of things. So, you know, you, you, you just have to focus on doing everything and anything. And if you can think of something new, then try it, you know, and it's funny, I, I've actually had some photographers who just send me emails and they're just like, but you know, how do you find the things that work? And I just tell them, I just try a bunch of new things. You know, if I, if I can think of something new, I'll try it. Um, and then I've had photographers where I emailed them and said, you know, I just try anything that I can possibly think of. And they're like, well, why do you keep trying new things? Or, or how do you sit back and, and try something new? And it's interesting because Growing up, my dad was a guitarist, and it's interesting. He played flamenco, um, but one thing that I kind of got from him with playing music is 
whenever my dad would mess up um, a chord, you know, he would he wouldn't he, he would actually stop and try to find the right chord and positioning, and then he'd keep playing. So I kind of grew up acknowledging, like, hey, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to find yourself uh, in not, it's okay to find yourself in, in a wrong tune. And the goal is to catch it and say, "Mm, that didn't work. I need to switch it and do something right now. So it's the right one and then move forward. Um, So it's interesting because that's how I kind of grew up playing music and being a guitarist and learning, you know, other uh, bands, music uh, and songs because I would sit there and just OCD and, and try to figure out uh, a song. But I knew that before I can figure it out, I would mess up a lot. So I kind of, you know, even with that, I kind of realized like, hey, it's okay to try new things and to mess up. And, but the whole goal is to acknowledge that you messed something up or that, or, or basically if you run into a mental brick wall or any brick wall, whether it's marking or whatever the case is, you almost have to remember like, Hey, it's okay that if you try something out to give up on it and try something new. And of course I have uh, an episode where I mentioned that, uh, I'm not going to take photos of newborn babies because that kills me, kills me. But, (laughs) but even today, listen, I, if, if one of my awesome brides contacts me and says, Hey, would you please take photos of my newborn baby? Of course I would do it. Um, it's not something that I'm really promoting right now or, or at all. Uh, but again, it's something that I tried. It's something that when I tried, I didn't like, but the photos weren't so bad. So I figured, Hey, let me just keep at it. Maybe, you know, let me start buying some props. And I spent a ton of money on props. Um, and then realized that all props really did was just, you know, it just made baby sessions that much longer. So it's like a giant thorn on my side that just, just hung out there a lot longer than I wanted it to. Um, and now I don't do that, but you guys need to understand that if you try something, especially with regard to, to marketing, if something doesn't work, don't beat yourself down. It's okay. Figure out something else and then move forward. Um, but that's kind of what I do. And, you know, every once in a while I'll get some photographer who says, Oh, I'm, I'm Lewis. That's so awesome. You're this great photographer. I'm not, you know, there are some absolutely incredible, amazing photographers out there, wedding photographers who make me feel like I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, that I have no business in the world of wedding photography. Um, but my style is different. I love what I do. They love what they're, what they do. They're better than me and that's fine. I'm okay with where I am. Um, and it's okay. You know, I'm not striving to be the best photographer on the planet. I just want to make a living. I'm just like you. I love what I do. I love photography. I love capturing, you know, special moments like someone's wedding day, which is why I focus on that. Um, but if you go ahead and you, you know, try out wedding photography and you dabble in it and you just don't like it, then no big deal. You know, I have so many friends on Facebook who are huge success stories and they don't do any weddings. You know, they solely focus on 
you know, newborn babies. There are some photographers that that's all they do. They only focus on newborn babies and that is it. They're amazing at what they do and they make a, a great living at it. Likewise, some only focus on families. You know, some photographers I know only focus on senior portraits, um, which I think, you know, I mean, I'm sure they do a bunch of other things, but, you know, for the most part, I always find that they're focusing on senior portraits more than anything else. So once the, once that, you know, little business start, uh, starts to kick into play in the spring, they just go nuts. They book with schools, they book with students, um, and they do great at it. So, you know, if wedding photography isn't your thing, that's fine. No big deal. There are so many other avenues that you can race down. You know, some photographers are just great at taking photos of models. You know, you can, you can always go ahead and do that. But of course, this is for wedding photographers, so I'm a little biased. I'm always going to say, you know, give up on everything and only focus on weddings. Um, but I, I just honestly love shooting weddings. I love, you know, the, the, the intensity of it, the high speed uh, of it, which is interesting because I think, you know, that's more of a, of a, not an issue, but you always find out that that's more of a Northeastern thing where things are just, everything is back to back. Cause I have friends who are wedding photographers down South and they just tell me that they're able to just, you know, the entire day, maybe 10 hours, 12 hours. And, um, so everything's nicely spaced so they can do more. Um, but you know, having worked in finance for so many years, you know, I love the intensity. I love, um, the pressure, uh, of New York weddings. And so, so like I said, I'm a little biased with that, but you know, just remember that I'm no one special. I'm just some guy in New York. I struggle also, you know, I do bridal shows. I argue with vendors and, you know, you know, I'm you, the difference is I just have a podcast and I just share the things that I've done. Maybe I have a few more years under my belt than you do. Um, but other than that, I'm, you know, I'm just Luis Torres, just some guy just on a podcast, uh, in his living room. So, but but like I say, you know, it's it's not the hardest business. It's definitely doable. But when you have your mental breakdowns and you run into these brick walls that you throw in front of yourself, it's okay to fall down. Just get up and just keep going. Um, it's just a mental issue more than anything else. But I'm telling you that there are so many success stories around the planet it just doesn't matter where photographers are located. We all struggle. We all try to figure out the best angle with marketing. We all try to do bridal shows. We all try to figure out how many sample albums we should have, which photos we should use on our slideshows when we're at a bridal show or when we do a slideshow uh, at a wedding during someone's reception. Everyone is doing their thing Everyone is struggling. Everyone's always trying to book more weddings. So my problems are exactly the same as your problems, which are exactly the same as everyone else's on the planet. It just doesn't matter, and it's just real interesting. Um, throughout the years with this podcast, just listening, uh, just listening to so many different photographers just seriously telling me the same exact stories of how they struggled, how... Um, they would break down and just give up. Um, and, and then they would just snap out of it and just keep going, you know? So just 
don't give up. You know, it's one of those things where it's too easy to give up. It's, I mean, that's the easiest thing you can do, right? Is just give up. But don't give up. And yes, it's going to be harder than, you know, going ahead and giving up is way easier. Um, not giving up is clearly the opposite. And, but that's the fun part of it. And it's weird because uh, when you're on this side of the fence, when you have years under your belt, you can sit back and say, you know, it, it was worth it. But I remember when I was in the grind, always hoping, you know, maybe, you know, one year I shot 20 weddings and I would sit back and say, oh, I hope I can book as many weddings next year. You know, I, I only have two weddings for the following year. Oh, this is this isn't going to work. Um, and then all of a sudden booking 32 weddings the following year. So just know that it does get easier um, with time as people start to hear more about you, uh, your popularity uh, kind of comes into play and people start hearing about you. And, uh, and it's real interesting because not that long ago, I actually had um, this one girl send me an email who said that while they were in Saratoga Springs, New York, she overheard these two girls at another table talking about Luis Torres. So, of course, she started listening like, ooh, what? hey, I know Luis. And uh, she was just like, dude, these two girls were just raving about you. They're like, oh, he shot my cousin's wedding. Oh, no kidding. You know, he shot my best friend's wedding, and he's so great. He's outgoing. He's fun. You know, did you see the photos that he started taking recently of of girls who, you know, who aren't brides? And they were like, oh, yeah, have you seen those? They're all... And I'm just like, are you kidding me? That they Really? Did you really? Are you making that up? And she's like, no, I swear to God, that's awesome. Um, but... You know, hearing that is just weird, but just know that hearing someone telling me that story is so odd and so weird, but at the same time, I sit back and I'm just like, wow, it's real crazy that after so many years that now I'm catching people telling me that they're overhearing other people talking about me, um, and and that's just because I've been around for a long time, so just know that the longer you stay at it, the more people find out about you, the nicer you are, the, the great work that you do, that's going to add on to your popularity. So a few years from now, you're going to sit back and say, wow, people actually know who the heck I am. Um, so just, you know, again, stay at it. Don't give up. Like I said, it's way too easy to give up. And that's bullshit if you're going to give up because you've spent money on your on your cameras. You have a passion for it. Don't give up. Just stay at it. And, you know, and, and like I always say, when, when you're, when you're tough and you're hard on yourself and you're upset and you don't know if, they, if this is really going to work, that's fine. That's cool. At some point you have to snap out of it. And it's the ones that snap out of it and keep moving forward and progressing, um, that actually, you know, do well in the future with their wedding photography businesses. So be that success story. Uh, so a few years from now, you can send me an email and say, you know, your podcast actually helped me move forward, you know, and, and I have a successful business um, because you kind of helped me. So, um, you know, whenever I get emails like that now, I mean, it's this podcast has been around for, you know, almost three and a half years. I have photographers who email me now who listen to them, 
when they weren't even on a podcast, they were, you know, what did I have it as? Oh, I had it on Facebook. No, it wasn't even on Facebook. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was, uh, it wasn't even a podcast. It was just me just ranting on, on Facebook and I would just make these recordings. So it was just really interesting, but I have photographers who have been listening to me for four years and today have, you know, today they have amazing businesses and, you know, I'll get an email and they'll just say, Hey, you know, you were just one of the photographers that helped me just stay the path and just keep at it. So, you know, be that photographer, be the one that emails me a few years from now and says, Hey, you were one of five different photographers who helped me, you know, move forward and progress in my business because there's nothing. It's like I'm a parent, you know, to me, I get, there's nothing more rewarding than a photographer who has beautiful work, who has a great business, who's a little success story, who, who then emails me and says, I've been listening to you since day one and you helped me move forward. You know, and like I always say, I, I should, I shouldn't be the only photographer that you should follow. There should be 10 other photographers whose work you follow whose podcasts you listen to, whose photos you you look at and and try to break down and try to learn from. You should be on Flickr finding your favorite photographers. I should only be one of many. And if years from now, I, you know, you can sit back and say, you know, Lewis actually helped me, you know, to some degree, then, then just know that I'm going to be super happy and thrilled. But just know that it's all you. This is all your hard work. This isn't me. You know, I may say the right things that sound good. Um, but ultimately it's you, you know, getting back on the wagon and saying, okay, let me just keep going. This kind of sucks, but I love what I do. I love shooting a wedding and having brides sit back and say, I I love you. My family love you. You know, that builds your ego. And that is what, I love the most about this, this business. And, you know, and that's why I created these podcasts because you guys need to know that all I did was put the blinders on and I kind of did pretty well. Um, and if I can, and if I put on the blinders and things worked out, then you put on the blinders too, because I know that it's going to work out. So just stay at it. And thank you so much for always listening. You guys are the best. And thank you for all the emails And as usual, I will talk to you crazy photographers soon.